Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of This Week in App. I'm your host, John Aslan, and uh, it's been a while. Uh, we're still trying to learn everything we can about our new podcast format on Anchor here. So I uh, hope you've uh, uh, been able to uh, keep up with what's going on. And uh, uh, thanks for your patience and hanging in there and, and waiting for us to get this together. We're trying to make this the best podcast we possibly can. I think with our new format here on Anchor, it's going to give you a lot more options to listen. I think uh, the podcasts are going to come in much clearer. We're going to have uh, some uh, fan interaction. You folks listening out there can become a part of the program by sending me voicemails. A little bit more about that later, but let's get started right away. Is We're going to go, and why not kick it off again after a small hiatus with the CEO of the Apple Game Company, John Herson. We're going to talk with him for uh, quite a while about what's uh, new uh, in the Apple community and the Apple Game Company. A lot to talk about with John. So stick around and we come back. It'll be the main man, John Herson. You're listening to This Week in Apple, and I'm your host, John Aslan. Welcome back, everybody, to This Week in Apple. I'm your host, John Aslan, and very special guest on the program, a man that needs no introduction, John Herson. John, well, I did kind of introduce you, but everybody knows who you are. You're a a man about town. You're the grand poobah of uh, Apple Game Company, and so why not just introduce you as John Herson? Thank you. Thank you, John. Uh, do you want to tell folks what you did last night? Uh, let me think. What did I do last? What was last night, Friday? Trisha's here. Trisha, what did we do last? This is this is when you get to be my age. You you start to forget what you do. Oh, I did. I went. I know now. I know where you're getting. Um, went up to uh, uh, Kroger. I, people from the Midwest and South will know what uh, what Kroger grocery stores are. And uh, at some of the Kroger's in the area, they have a liquor store. When I, I don't mean just a small liquor store. They got a humongous uh, liquor store that uh, Kroger uh, owns. And in this particular liquor store in Union, Kentucky, uh, a friend of mine uh, plays every other Friday night, plays guitar, sings, and uh, he calls me up there to do a few numbers with him. And uh, that's what uh, we did last night. We drank some uh I drank some, uh, I'm going to get put a, uh, uh, a little, uh, announcement here for the Miller Brewing Company, but, uh, I drank some Miller Copper Ale Lager, I think it was called pretty good stuff. So if you get a chance to try it, try it. So that's what I did, but I didn't sing your favorite song, John, which I think you should mention what you're trying to get me to sing. Oh, Lou Reed, Walk on the Wild Side. Lou Reed, Walk on the Wild Side. Now, when I do my solo career, I might have to do that. I'm not sure Nick, who likes to play 80s music uh, and country, would be uh, so enthusiastic about Walk on the Wild Side. But it's a great song, you know. Talks about the uh, Greenwich Village uh, years of Lou Reed and his gang, Andy Warhol and that ilk. Uh, But yeah, good song. And uh, you know what? (laughs) <laughs> I, I, uh, I may do a little something with Walk on the Wild Side in a little bit, but right now we have better yeah. things to talk about. Yeah, uh, we, uh, we don't need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just let's just keep moving. Um, slowly walking back. Yeah, no, she's 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 listening intently of everything that uh, you and I say. Um, a lot of things going on with the game company since the beginning of the year. Of course, you had a very successful um, new card uh, a series come out, of course, the 2018 season. Um, and, and that's pretty much uh, has started to filter out. And all, everybody uh, seems to be happy with the card set. Um, I, uh, I got mine. They were, they're outstanding. I love it every year, just uh, paging through them and, and looking at them. Um, but you got some new things coming up. You got a couple tournaments. You got Apago to talk about. So uh, start uh, wherever you want to, and we'll go from there. Well, we'll start first with uh, the 1979 R. Agreed to it, the 1978 baseball season. Right. Uh, all 900 players, 904 players are parted. Uh, and uh, the double batting factors 
included in this set mm-hmm. as well as the Q rating for pitchers. Um, the NBA season is uh, has some interesting, well, I think interesting stories from them. Uh, that summer, I was biking through England and Ireland and trying to uh, follow a baseball race uh, through the International Herald Tribune, which is published every other day. Mm-hmm. Made it a challenge. Uh, and then I went back to law school, and uh, the playoff game, we were watching it in the lounge. There's about 60 guys, and his class uh, broke up, and I had to talk my female students. So the students walked through the room and turned the channel on the TV. <laughs> Not a good but, move. <laughs> no, and uh, she was immediately corrected and told where she could go to watch the soap operas, and they went back to uh, the Red Sox game, the Yankee Red Sox game. Um, I think one of the greatest plays in the history of sports is Lou Pinello standing out there at the bottom of the ninth inning, losing that ball in the sun, yeah. and standing there like he knows where it is. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have to move. And, you know, as Sorry, the newsletter says, you got to have a big tail. Yeah. And... When my middle son was about 10 years old, the uh, Mariners came to play uh, the Appleton, uh, the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers in an exhibition game. We were at Barnes Club of Seattle. Right. And Taylor wanted to go over and get a picture of each row. And uh, that's a picture, and we're, you know, I'm standing on one side of the dugout, and I was on the other side. And I said to Taylor, I said, This man has the biggest pair of balls in the planet. And I described the play yeah. briefly to Taylor. And Pinello, without taking his eyes off the field, said, son, your dad's a smart man. You should listen to him. <laughs> and then he asked Taylor for his name, and he always have Taylor ball personalized it. And, you know, just Taylor from Lou Pinello, remember, listen to your old man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was an exciting season for baseball. Not if you're a Red Sox fan, I don't think. Uh, well, like, yeah, of course you had the, 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 of course you had the playoff, the Boston-New York playoff. Yeah. And then you had, you know, the World Series where, you know, the Jackson did he or did he pick his hip out to get hit by the ball? Mm-hmm. He probably did. So, well, you know, they're trying to win the game. Right. You do what you got to do to win the game, win a championship. So it's, it's just, um, it's an interesting season. You know, it has uh, what I would call really uh, first real introductions to baseball fans of George Brett and to mm-hmm. a lesser extent of Robin Young. Right. You know, those guys both in their third years, right. third or fourth years of playing um, MLB ball. And, you know, they were starting to uh, to uh, you know, show that they were going to be around and they're going to be something special. Uh, as a Brewers fan, that was the beginning of the Brewers starting to put together their teams that, you know, were, 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 were fun to watch because they're the long haul. Yeah, the wall bangers. Uh, Harvey's wall bangers. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Harvey's wall bangers. Uh, since the beginning of that, so that's an interesting season. So uh, I recommend it. Well, and uh, I, you know, and not only that, all the th- all those things you mentioned are true, but it really was still in the fledgling uh, stages of free agency. It was just starting to blossom, and 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 guys were starting to get paid a lot of money, and it, it was still kind of new. And a lot of I know at the time I was thinking uh, the the owners are going to find a way to put an end to this, or they're not, you know, they're going to complain, and they're but. It just kept going, and as much as they continue to complain, things aren't changing. No, and I remember back in that time when uh, it came out that uh, even though the Players Association had had won the McNally, Measure Smith cases, Mm -hmm. the owners, uh, the union agreed to uh, limited free agency where you had to be a six-year veteran or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand that initially. I thought, boy, you're giving up a lot. Yeah. And Charlie Finley was on the other side telling the owners, let them all be free agents every year. Yeah. Why well, don't we do that? Yeah. But Finley and Miller were both right. They were Miller, right. by the limiting the supply, yeah. drove up the demand and the price. And Finley was right. If the supply was greater than the demand, you wouldn't have seen the acceleration in salaries that you did, but everyone says it's going to ruin this sport or that sport. People pay the prices. Yeah. People pay the prices, and the games continue to be better, yeah. I think. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, races tend to be more competitive. I mean, you have, you know, the 1950s with the Yankees winning eight out of ten pennant races in the American League. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and it's not funny. I mean, I think intelligence, front office, you know, brain power is an underrated factor that's, that is really a major factor in a successful franchise. Yeah. Uh, so, so we did 78, and then what's the next season? You know, I've talked about, I, I get confused. Is 81 the next season, or is there 75? Uh, that's the, I, I, I like the 75 season, and it's a personal reason, because that was really the, the true beginning of the Big Red Machine, uh, uh, winning their first of back-to-back world championships. And, uh, and I, I, I just like that year. I, I think it was, uh, again, uh, a kind of a changing of the guard in, in Major League Baseball. Uh, uh, you know, the Reds playing the Red Sox and that, you know, obviously still one of the greatest World Series of all time. Game six, maybe one of the greatest World Series games of all time. Uh, but, you know, for selfish reasons and sentimental reasons, I like 75. 81, though, um, you know, the strike year. I think that's an interesting uh, uh, situation there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm kind of torn between between the two. I think both would be great gets, though, if, if they get redone. Well, you know, 75, we are redoing, and people say, well, every player is hard Yeah. But it was the old single batting practice with no Q ratings. Mm-hmm. 75, 81, we've already done. Yeah. Uh, 908 players, right. 2016. Right. So that one's already done. So it'll be 75 and then 1951. Oh, 51. That's right. 51 because of the beginnings of the careers of, of uh, Mason. Mason. Yeah. 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 So. So that's what is baseball. You know, we've got a couple new World Series sets out, uh, 72 and 87. Uh, 72 is one of my favorites, uh, just because of, uh, besides the baseball, man, it really was a cultural um, in the context of the anti-war movement and everything. You know, the A, bashing A's with the long hair and mustaches and, and the Reds, Sparky Anderson, clean cut, and mm-hmm. heavily, heavily favored, and Gene Tennis. Yeah. Gene Tennis came along and made a name for himself. And, uh, you know, I think in a lot of ways that the that A's dynasty uh, understood uh, on base percentage yeah, and uh, you know, better than any other uh organization at that time and you know what's interesting about that i did i i read a book well actually i listened to a book about charlie finley you talked about his ideas and he was just consistently put down by the other owners because the other owners were they weren't progressively thinking and charlie finley was bill veck was and they were the only two that had voices and they really understood the game whereas the old style owners just they were. They wanted to, to to dig their heels in and not look at what things were going to be like in the future. Um, and then the beginning. You mentioned the '72. That's first of three straight championships uh, for or, or that during that era of, of world championships uh, for the A's. And I'm also listening to a book about the Dodgers of the '60s, and it really kind of reminded me when I was listening to the Dodgers when they swept the Yankees in 1963, it kind of reminded me back of the A's winning the championship from the Reds in 1972. This was supposed to be the Reds' big coming out party. They were supposed to demolish these young, upstart, long-haired, mustachioed A's, and it didn't happen. And it kind of turned the world on its ear a little bit. Yeah, I I agree with everything you said. Excuse me. I'll tell you a quick story about the, the Yankees uh, uh, Dodgers uh, series. I was in fourth grade at St. Patrick's grade school in Escanaba, Michigan. First couple of months in a Catholic grade school with Sister Rages. And uh, Sister Rages wanted you to stand up when you talk and stuff like that. And, and we weren't getting along. Uh, but it was all my fault now that I'm, wiser and older yeah. and I was in the front seat 
seat on the second or third row. We're putting up math questions, answers on the board. And she says, John, what's the score? And I told her. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot tell a lie. <laughs> and, you know, she gave me a question. I went up there and answered it. And as I'm going back, she whispered, turn it down a little bit. Let me know if the Yankees take the <laughs> So... I know. No one understands what what is a day World Series game. I mean, that's how old we are, John. Yeah, right? you're right. You're exactly right. Money talks. <laughs> and how you listen to it on our radio? I'm sorry. Hold your pants pocket. Oh, what, that, like in the cord up under your shirt, you know, under your pants, up your shirt. Uh, in your ear. Well, and that was something new. The the transistor radio really was in its birth, and 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 that was the way. I mean, you could hold a transistor in the palm of your hand, and like you said, you run that cord up through your shirt and listen and listen to the ball game. And uh, it it really was. It's a different time, man. When I was listening to that book and talking about uh, the '60s um, and and how the Dodgers really kind of. Uh, came into their own and they got their own fandom going and uh, just a whole different time. Baseball was really at its apex during those years. It was, you know, uh, pro football was still trying to figure it out. And uh, you had the AFL, NFL war. Yeah. Mm-hmm. College football was, was a regional sport at best. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> baseball was the only game in town. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, now we have a lot more choices. Yeah. Well, you know, people don't want to hear us tell tales. Uh, maybe they do. What else? <laughs> want to know what else is happening? What else is going on? Let's go. Let's 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 hear about the well, all the other great things. We'll, we'll talk about um, this past week. We introduced uh, the 2018 World Cup soccer set. Right. That set is based on the players' performance at the club level, not their performance at the World Cup. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is the samples are just too small for the World Cup. Uh, a lot of the qualifiers, you know, leagues, uh, nations expect that especially know they're going to make the World Cup. Right. They're playing their, you know, their twos and threes instead of their top 11. So we decided that we would offer the cards based on club stats. And there's a little bit of normalization because some of the you know, I mean, the guys from Iran and, and uh, some of the South Americans that play in in the not the five major European leagues, those yeah. leagues are not the same. So mm-hmm. we can make a little bit of an adjustment that we think is appropriate. So that's available. Thirty two teams, seven hundred and thirty six players. Uh, you know, France won in real in last year. Are you as good a manager as the French guy? Uh, you know, Spain hired a manager in the last minute, firing one guy. Did you do as good a job? And, and the other thing about this is I'm not a big fan of penalties uh, to, to shoot out to end a game. Right. So just keep playing. Just keep playing, right. You can do whatever you want. It's Napa, right? Napa, you can do that. Okay. You know, uh, it's like uh, you want to use the college playoff rule, overtime rules for football? Yeah. Use those. Right. Uh, you think each possession in overtime? Make up your own rule. You can do it. Supply from Switzerland. Staying on soccer, this uh, upcoming week, the 2017-2018 French League One set will be available, uh, and then all the major Europe, the five major European leagues, and the 2018 MLS World Cup, and the 17-18 UEFA. All those sets will be available in the store. That'll be it for a while. <clears throat> you know, the 2018-19 sets will start sooner than we we realize. I mean, the UEFA um, Champions League is already down to the final eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we've got a, a new golf course coming out uh, the week after next. Uh, that's the week that, uh, as some of you know, my wife's been sick for about a month, six weeks now. And we're going to the beach just to get away from all the bugs and diseases and germs and stay away from visits to medical professionals for a week. <laughs> Great idea. Get back up. Uh, that week we'll release this golf set by this golf course. Uh, I know people aren't happy that 
we don't put the name of the golf course. You know, we don't use the actual name. Well, there, you're know, not allowed to, are you? Well, there are others that do, and they say, well, why, do, why don't you, why, how do they get away? I don't know. Um, those names are licensed, yeah. like the team names, or American League and National League. That's why we don't use those. Yeah. Uh, and a representative of one of the courses stops by every year mm. to get samples and to make sure that we're not violating um, that golf course's intellectual property yeah. rights. Um, and the deal with him is, well, why can't I call and just get the name of the course? And I go, well, we don't do that. And he goes, good, because that would give some issues. Yeah. So that's why we don't. Uh, I don't mean to be rude, but for those of you who have sent me emails asking about that or what state it is in or what time zone, I can't answer them. Yeah. Um, and is the risk minor? Probably. But I can tell you, I have asked <clears throat> about this particular course, what it would cost to use the name, and the cost of the course would go up significantly. Yeah. Um, you can add at least one zero to it, maybe a second one, because yeah. of their requirements. Um, you know, sports license in, uh, intellectual property or likenesses is very costly. Very, very beneficial to the owners of those properties of the player, but it's costly for um, many, you know, users like us. Yeah. So that's golf. Uh, <clears throat> some people have asked about football. Uh, we are working on the college playoff set. We are working on 2018. Uh, I think it'll probably be the same time as last year. Last year, the pro set was released in May. Uh, the playoff set will be probably in May, but maybe a little bit later. Uh, and then uh, we'll do SEC, Big Ten, ACC. And depending upon the demand for those first three sets, we'll determine if we do the 12, uh, the Pac-12. And we've we've selected teams for the group of five Um for a, a, a 12 team set. So army and, and, and teams like that would be in there, but that's, de that's dependent upon demand. And, and I, I got it. Is there, you know, we'll do it. Otherwise we'll do some old pro sets. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hockey, hockey's wrapping up. And, uh, the 18, 19 season, we always have done before the Stanley Cup final start. We hold off releasing that set in case anything happens in the final series that did not happen during the regular season. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I'm sure that Steve Scott will graciously agree to do the pre-play once again. Yeah. Uh, so it's the, the last thing is, you know, talk a little bit about baseball, but what else is going on in baseball? Uh, we announced uh, in the newsletter Tuesday, we're going to do a state, ABBA state tournament, a tournament of champions using Abigo. And what that means is uh, if you're interested, you'll be able this week to start signing up for that tournament. And you'll sign up for that at customer support at abagames.com. In the title, put Abigo State Tournament dash and the state you're a resident of. Right. Right. And, and those of you who spend part of the year in Florida and part of the year in up in New York or wherever, uh, use the state that you file a state income tax return for or whatever the state of your primary residency. Right. Uh, if you live in Wyoming and you're the only one who signs up, you're the state champ. <laughs> uh, you Good know, point. I mean, I mean, some states are going to be many more managers than others. Sure, yeah. But if you're the only guy that in Idaho or Hawaii, sign up, you'll move on. Now, when is now when is the deadline, John, to, to get this all taken care of? It will be uh, April 13th. Now, and, and let me ask you this, too. Um, uh, when April 13th rolls around and you've got 37 guys from New York, uh, do you 
I mean, do you start making divisions? Do you do do you do the setups any differently with with states uh, with fewer no. players? I mean, the opening round is best of three. Uh, all the rounds up to the semis are best of three. Once you get to the semis, finals, and the finals, it's best of five. Okay. Uh, it is not a, it's not by division. There's okay. not cool play. Okay. Uh, if there are 37 in New York, uh, we're just going to put you down in order. Yeah. I got you. Time and date when we received your email. The uh, earliest people, if their advisor needed, the earliest ones to submit their team names, their teams will be selected. We'll get the advice first. I got you. Uh, so we're not going to. We're not looking at names. Or we're not doing random number generators. Whatever. Okay, so you pick your the team. The other thing is, the other thing is, would you? need to give us three teams when you yeah. that you want and prioritize them one, two, three. Yeah. Because there will not be duplicative teams in the state tournament. Yeah, that's what I was there getting There may at, be right. duplicative teams when uh, you bring the 50 state champions to um, forward yeah. into the national championship. Good idea. The national championship Advice will be determined based on the number of managers in your state tournament. Okay. So those states that have the most people that you know participate in the state tournament, they will get buys. So, you know, even if you're in Wyoming and you get a walkthrough, uh, you know, to the national tournament, you won't get a walkthrough in the state in the in the finals. You will have to play somebody in the first round. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, in the national uh, tournament, people can, multiple people can manage the same team. Whatever team you want in the state that you can play in the national tournament, uh, this is all on Abigo. Yeah. So you have to, the Abigo is free. Free. Uh, if there's a team you want to use, you can either subscribe, get all the teams, uh, buy a league for $20. Or buy that team you want. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, and we will here in alphabetic coordinate the various tournaments. And once we have all the uh, all the entrants, it's about a week to set up the schedule. How we're going to do this? What states when? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that part of that will be based on the number of folks uh, that signed up for a particular state. Uh, the championship will be held Thursday, June 20th. That's the Thursday night of the convention. Uh, you don't have to be at the convention, uh, but we'll be able to uh, figure out how we can uh, put the games on a, a big screen at the convention mm-hmm. uh, so people can follow it. And somebody's going to be a first-time winner. Uh, uh, that's right. So, you know, can't go wrong. You know, what, what the prize will be. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, if, if you live in a, a, a state where we have very few people, their customers, who are interested in doing this, sign up. I mean, you got nothing to lose. And who knows? You might have bragging rights. Uh, <laughs> Your best we'll player. Out, we'll figure out something cool for the prize. We've got some ideas we're kicking around. Yeah. Um, We'll figure that out. So that's the, the state tournament. Hey, can I can I ask one more question about this uh, the the uh, the tournament? Is sure. you know when you set up the schedules, and obviously you know you're going to do face to face. I mean, how do you how are you going to go about setting up the schedule? You're just going to give the the states. You have to have your games done before a certain time, or you know, because that's yeah. going to have to be yeah. coordinated, right? Yeah, we'll coordinate through that. We'll create a uh, a separate mailing list for each state okay. with the schedule and, and when the games have to be uh, submitted by. Okay. You obviously can play ahead, but you can't hold anybody out. That, that's not fair to the other managers. Yeah. Uh, in the tournament. And when you sign, and, and when you sign up, is there going to be a set of rules, or you're going to be, you know, sending up people out the rules for the for the tournament? Like we'll use the same rules that we use for the uh, 
the baseball tournament at the Abbott Convention. At the convention, okay. Yeah. okay. So it's three pitchers, you know. Um, you know, it should be pretty straightforward because of uh, being uh, a, a nation service instead of pool play. Yeah. You know, yeah. or, you know, because, yeah. you know, you and I both know that if you could pitch your ace 10 times in pool play, All right. you know, where do I sign up? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and and where do I get Kofax and, and, and all that? But um, uh, okay, so so that's good. So there'll be yeah, and if you need rules, I mean, if you if you're not f- familiar with the tournament rules of the convention, uh, I would I would submit they just let the, you know let somebody know, and somebody will let you know what the rules are because uh, th- there's plenty of people out there that that'll have a list of those for the convention, and that's what you go by. With Apago, so I, I think that's easy enough done. Yeah, I mean, you know, it'll be both on, on the uh, Apple website and Apago. Yeah, uh, just briefly talking about the website, uh, we have meetings Tuesday to review uh, the new store and uh, tentative new pages for the website. And uh, so I think that'll probably be April project. Where we we're going away from Yahoo to Shopify. Yes. Uh, we're going to organize. Uh, I think it'll be much cleaner the organization going forward. It'll be sport, uh, and then like game or manual, master manual, and then year. So if you're looking for 1912 baseball, you, you under baseball 1912. Then we talk about the card set, um, the BBW disc, or the uh, Abaco file, uh, if there's transactions or a schedule or park effects, that would all be under that year instead of trying to issue your sale, putting your own, you know, isn't an accessory or whatnot. I got you. Okay. So uh, hopefully that will help, uh, you know, Drop dramatically the number of clicks to find what you're looking for. Yeah. Um, and that will, like I said, the store will include, um, it'll be under sports. So instead of going to computer, you know, trying to figure out where's BBWs at computer game, da 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 da. Yeah. Uh, it'll, so, you know, like I said, hopefully that will help quite a bit. Uh, and uh, it, is, it is supposed to be that a better process. The other thing about this is that. When you place your order, you will get your actual cost of shipping as you're going to the, as you're checking out. Um, which is, that still creates some angst for folks, but you know, I, I gotta tell you that the cost of shipping like to the West Coast is just, mm. it's unbelievable how expensive it is. Uh, and I don't know where the cutoff is, but we can send from Atlanta to anything east of the Mississippi for sure right. at ten dollars. Going to the West Coast, the same package is twenty twenty two dollars. Unbelievable, isn't it? I know that's that's crazy. It, 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 it's expensive to ship things. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. the other tournament is uh, I touched this idea. Uh, Golf Digest has a. Uh, what they call the GOAT tournament. Uh, and it's 72 golfers, all-time greats, some current players. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was four, includes six women, I believe. Uh, and uh, they narrowed it down. They did a stroke play and narrowed it down to the final 32. And now uh, they're doing match play. Uh, I need eight golfers interested in doing this. Uh, and it will, there will be a, a minute among nine different matches. Uh, each region, each bracket will have nine golfers. Right. Uh, the regional director can decide who is to play, you know, the, 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 what do they call those playing games in Daytona? Or in Dayton? In Dayton, yeah, the play-in play, right. play, uh, play match. Right. Uh, and then it's, um, you got a group uh, bracket. 
Uh, and then, you know, you're the winner out of your bracket will go to the national championship. And uh, it sounds like fun. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this. So, let, let me ask you this. If I if I pick a woman golfer, do I get to play from the red tees? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah, you put. You know, would use those rules. Uh, <laughs> we will. Um, I'm still thinking about what course we want to use. Uh, I don't think we want to use a links course for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're still thinking about that. Um, as part of this, we will make the, the ghost set of, of cards. Um, and obviously, you'll have to have the cards to the tournament. But we're looking for eight volunteers uh, who are interested in doing this, think it's a fun project. And again, uh, send an email to customer support at Abbott Games. Uh, subject is Abbott Golf Ghost Tournament. And just express you know, an interest. Uh, and we'll get that started. Uh, I will use the, the TGA tour that we've used in the past to determine the convention winner. Okay. Uh, this is just this will be a standalone uh, one-off tournament, uh, but it's it's I think it'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's you know from Woods to I guess at one point. When I was at the barber this morning, he was three up on Mapleworld at he, after 11, you know, to the all-time greats. Mm. Bobby Jones, yeah. you know. Uh, so if that sounds like you'd be interested in doing it, have the time to do it, uh, you know, it's uh, somewhat of a commitment to nine matches at least. Yeah, right. uh, Possibly as many as 12 as you get to the finals. Yeah. But you're only looking for eight players, so you know. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah so just yeah. get get your name in first come, first serve, I guess. So uh, yeah, that's, that's exactly. a great way of doing it. Or uh, if you want, you know, somebody, if you want to team up, that's fine. Uh, just you, you have to be committed to doing. It. Yeah. And, and what do you get? You know, see, we'll see when we get you in golf digest and whatever. Sure. Maybe you like the guy who had the first forty nine games of his bracket right. Unbelievable. Who, <laughs> uh, uh, You know, it seemed like there's a lot of upsets in the early rounds, but there wasn't. There really wasn't. Yeah, when you look at it as as a whole, I mean, uh, you know, Santa Clara, that was an upset. Although I picked Santa Clara, I I, I liked them, um, and, and and there were some, uh, there were a few. Uh, I tell you, the games last night were were really good. Duke is survived by the skin of their teeth in back-to-back games. And it's 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 going to be still a, a great tournament left. More games today, more games tomorrow. So um, a lot of basketball left to play. Yeah, I... Uh... I, I I think Duke is a bad match matchup for Michigan State. Maybe I, not. I, uh, I did not pick Duke to go all the way. I just think there's there's so many things against a team with with that many freshmen who are that integral in in uh, for the team. Um, but I'll tell you what, that Williamson, he is some player, man. I mean, I I didn't see much of him during the regular uh, season, but. Every time that I watch him in this tournament, he does. It seems like every he does something unbelievable that he turns around and does it even better the next time down the floor. He's virtually unstoppable. He sometimes plays a little out of control, but you know you got to give him that as a freshman. And uh, you know Duke's very good, and I think as long as they can continue to survive, they're going to get stronger as this tournament goes on. And I think you know now that they've kind of dodged a couple bullets. I think they are going to be tough to beat from this from this point in. But you're right. I think the matchup against Michigan State is not a great one for them. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, Auburn is. I mean, Bruce Pearl has got you know checkered background to say the least. Now he's a criminal. Uh, Let's just be straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that. That's John You know what I'll say, John? I'll say, I didn't say he's a criminal. I'll say it's criminal. That's all. You know, hey, I, I know I know how to spin the news now. I've got that down. 
Well, we're not going there. No, I got we you. We're not going there. <laughs> um, but it's, you know, 14 of the, of the 15 seeded teams, top four got forward. Uh, you know, my kids said, you know, one of them did really well. The other two are so so. They, uh, they go, How are you doing? I said, I picked Wisconsin. Mm. I picked Wisconsin every year to win it all. Do you? Why not? Last, I couldn't figure out last year I didn't get any one. <laughs> but I think they right. Yeah. This year, obviously. Yeah, it's uh, so different. So it, it makes it easier. Yeah. Uh, we talked about the golf tournament. We talked about the baseball tournament. Um, I don't have all the names in front of me, and I do apologize. Uh, the last couple of newsletters, there's been some other things uh, that have kind of, but these tournament directors who are putting out these fantastic tournaments yeah. with these numbers, man, I know, I have an idea of how much work it is. I mean, everybody knows Kanye does all the work around here. Uh, but Pastor Rich, you know, he had books to his, you know, the guys who came in town the day before, he bought them to his home, they had dinner there, yeah. and he bought them back, and, uh, you know, he had that beautiful hall at the church with plenty of room and space, yeah. and, you know, Greg Wells uh, is, you know, his favorite, he's a he's a Patriot fan, and he acts like that in these tournaments, takes no prisoners, <laughs> and, and got a win, 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 right. you know, he's uh, learned to share Greg. Yeah. Uh, but then there was the uh, tournament in Southern California, which is a first. Uh, I talked to a couple folks who were there, and they just they can't say enough good things about it. Uh, and that's you know that's tough. I mean, other because other people had tried to start a tournament in Southern California, and now they finally have one. Uh, and you know they have the West Coast and in August with. Uh, uh, with Chris at uh, at Vegas. Yeah, Chris White. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, Chris White. Thank you. So, you know, that's just great. Uh, and then, you know, uh, Kevin in, in, in Milwaukee always has these interesting things for his tournaments. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, these guys are just, they deserve a lot, a lot of credit. And, uh, and the people that attend, I know that uh, Pastor Rich, I mean, Wells is from Pennsylvania. He's a part of Pennsylvania. Floyd Langens went over from Maryland. Uh, and, and they're going there because, one, the tournaments are well run, and everybody involved are good folks. Yeah. And that's a, to the tournament director and to the folks that come. I mean, you know, I've described the convention here as uh, – a family reunion, but only with family members you want, no, to, you want to be around. Uh, around. Yeah. And, you know, so I advise you, you know, people will say, well, I haven't played the game very long, you know, I'm not very good. That ain't what it's about. That's not what it's about at all. It's about the friendship, the right. camaraderie, you know, so really, um, you get a chance to come. We had a guy two years ago who had bought the basic game for the four teams like a week before, mm -hmm. and decided to come to the convention. And he had a blast. Yeah. He had and, an absolute blast. So, and, and you know what I think, too? There, I'm not good enough. There are so many of the regional tournaments going on. In fact, including today, there are six before the APA convention, and I think a couple that weekend as well. But, you know, it, it, and, and I'm the same way. I haven't, I don't really roll. I mean, I play BBW and, and so I'd have to get into it before a tournament comes up. I'm, I'm going to roll quite a few games uh, just to get uh, into the swing of things. But I think people also get intimidated by the tournament experience. But if you're around any, and they're, they're all over the country, these uh, uh, regional tournaments, if you're close to any of them, that's where you can really kind of get an idea of what it's going to be like when you go to the convention. So if you get a chance to go, and you mentioned some of the guys that run these tournaments. Uh, Pastor Rich, uh, Rob Spatz does a Chicagoland one. Um, uh, you've got uh, uh, No who does the uh, the Apple blog. He's running one, the Prairie Land tournament. These guys, and if you t you talk about guys that'll help you out and give you any amount of information you need, they will do it. So that might be a way to get your feet wet. But I agree with you. I mean, I'm coming to the convention. 
I'm going to get involved in the baseball tournament, and I'm just there to have a good time, you know. So I, I, you're not going to feel intimidated. Uh, you'll you'll be welcomed, and you're going to be with a bunch of friends, and and that's just the way you have to look at. It. Yeah, uh, I just want to. I, I I got my hands on this list. Steve Radke was the director of the uh, Southern California tournament, mm-hmm. and Mike Montijo was the winner with the 30 A's, right. filled up the A's. And then Kirk Bergland in Wisconsin, and I'm not saying this because I'm a Wisconsin guy, yes. had some of the most interesting tournaments. And this year they had, the tournament was centered on the steroid era, 1980 to 92, <laughs> with two mini tournaments. One per team finishing over 500, and one per team finishing under 500. Right. Over 500 winner was the 96 Cleveland Indians. Albert Bell, some of those guys are probably in. Yeah. That's John, that's John Hurston, by the way. He can send you his information, too. <laughs> it, was, it was Ryan Daniels beating Kyle Daniels 95 Indians. There you go. I don't know if Ryan and Kyle are brothers or whatever. <laughs> uh, I, I hope, though, Ryan, that you're still smash talking your. your Tommy Gordon. Uh, you know, so these tournaments have uh, fantastic ideas. You're yeah. quite curious. Yeah. You know, the tournament is probably the most bland of the bunch. You know, anybody except uh, you know previous winners uh, you can use. Yeah. Uh, so I am happy to report that uh, Roy Langan's at the Pastor Rich tournament, the Michigan Invitational. Did not have to forfeit any games. Uh, there was some misunderstanding at the convention last year when using an eligible player. This year, while using a different team, he showed me a picture with his players, and he had put posted on those guys that in big brother letters saying, "Do not use." So I think that'll be an issue coming up, but yeah. I'm sure that uh, Brian Wells will have something to say about it oh, I'm sure. when he explains the 2019 convention rules. I'm sure he will. <laughs> um, somebody asked me about the, uh, the hockey convention. Hockey yeah, let's uh, talk about that. There are eight managers, uh, and Greg Wells, once again, is the defending champion in this. We don't need to go any further with that. Uh, there are two divisions. Uh, of four each, and uh, uh, Mike Sparks had the old 2003-4 Lightning. Earl Christensen had the 73-74 Flyers. Tony Stevens finally settled on the 1929-30 Bruins. Tony must have submitted seven or eight different lists of teams. Tony is running uh, his tournament down in Southern Florida. Uh, Bob Cassari has the 8081 Islanders. Chuck Source, who has finished second the last two years, has the 8182 Islanders. Chuck Batiste used the Islanders. Well, Chuck lives in South Carolina now. He is a, a Long Island guy. John Thibodeau has the 5051 Red Wings. Steve Scott, the tournament director, has the 77 78 Canadian. And Greg Wells has the 95 96 Red Wings. Uh, that's the three. Uh, the, the first round will be completed by April 30th. The semis have to be completed by Memorial Day. And then the final series will be played at the convention. Uh, and they, they are usually, um, we usually award that trophy Friday night at the main. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. that's what's going on with that. Uh, Ray Dunlap has agreed to be the, uh, um, the football tournament director. Uh, this year again, it will be a pro football tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will be taking a survey to see if it's supposed to be interested in doing a college football tournament next year. Next time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'm sure you'll we'll have a pro in we'll college. Uh, the soccer tournament uh, is being co directed by uh, 
a couple folks, um, including myself. Uh, Jack Dolan's going to help out. Jack has directed his path. Uh, right now, we are leaning toward it'll only be for club teams. And we are right now leaning toward 2017 18 club teams only. Uh, just so we kind of build that up. Uh, a little more. Yeah. Uh, that that's the plan for that. Uh, we'll we'll send some more information out in the next couple of weeks uh, as we fill that up. We're still waiting from the hotel from, for the from the hotel for uh, pricing, uh, so we can determine what the price we have to charge is, right. and and we will uh, get that in the store. And it will start on Thursday the twentieth. Right. And it's on Saturday, Sunday the 24th. The banquet is the 21st. And at the banquet, after the banquet this year, Woody Sudeman is attending the convention. Woody is bringing some of the uh, Dick Sites items he has oh. in his personal ship. And Woody will make a presentation after the banquet. Uh, you'll get a chance to, to look at these items. I think one of the things he's bringing is Sites' copy of his national pastime boards. Yeah. With his... Yeah, uh, as he converted it over to ABBA. Yeah, that's what I, when I talked to Woody some months back on, on the podcast, uh, I said, man, you, don't, you, you have no idea how many of the ABBA community would love to see uh, what you have in your possession. And, uh, and, and I, I think he took that to heart and he's, he's, being, he's good enough to bring it out. It's, it's going to be something to see. If for nothing else, that's the reason to, to come to the convention if you are in ABBA history at all. The other thing is, uh, I have reached out to Chris White and invite Chris to attend. Um, if anyone else out there uh, has Chris's contact information, and Chris, if you're going to the convention and uh, you want to see Chris there, uh, please reach out to him. Yep, I will. Uh, I know I will. Yep. See if we can get to uh, get him to come. Yep. Uh, I think it'd be great. A lot of people want to see Chris. Uh, it'd be great for Chris. Uh, he certainly is an important part of this community. Absolutely. I always will be. Uh, so if you know him, let's, I feel like a Bing Crosby in White Christmas right now, where he's trying to get the soldiers to show up as the guy that in breakfast or whatever. But if you know Fred, reach out to him and, and see if he, you know, if he'll agree to come. Um, I know a lot, a lot of people. No, no, no question about that. I like I like to talk to him about his history and uh, uh, and a great guy on, on top of it. Yes, yes, very very forthcoming. Well, John, you talked about just about everything we can we could ask for. Is what's going on with the uh, Apple World? Um, is there anything you need to ask me about the 2019 baseball season, March Madness, astrophysics, global warming, anything? Uh, well, yeah. Okay. Tell the people when does your broadcasting schedule start? Who, who are you covering? Where are you going to be the play-by-play guy for this? Well, I've done, I've already done a weekend series, a couple weekends back. Uh, my next game will be this Friday, which would be April sixth, I guess, um, and that'll be Northern Kentucky University hosting the Wright State Raiders. Uh, that will be a three o'clock start on ESPN three. So what you got to do is just sign up. Uh, for the ES, uh, ESPN3 app, whether it be mobile or on your computer or on your, uh, uh, on your iPad or, or tablet. Um, and then uh, just click on baseball. It'll get you to college baseball, and you'll be able to pick up the game. That's also Those games are also archived for, I believe, a whole week, uh, so you can uh, catch them later. So that's my next, uh, that's my next venture, uh, next, uh, this coming Friday, April 6th, from beautiful... Bill Aker Baseball Complex in Highland Heights, Kentucky, NKU, uh, and Wright State. John, yes, sir. Uh, Friday. Friday is the fifth. I will be there on the sixth too, but not broadcasting. So what? <laughs> oh, well, my flight's on the sixth. That's Saturday. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, so if you get a rain delay, are you going to call me and we'll go on ESPN three and do this week in Allen? Uh, you know what? I'm, I'll give it a shot. My my answer would be when I was doing radio, we could have. Now, uh, ESPN, they're very tough, man. You got to tell them when the national anthem's going to go off. You got to, uh, they got it down to a science. So, 
you know, the people in New York, uh, you don't mess with them. What they tell you to do, you do, and that's all I can tell you. But uh, it's always a fun, it's, it's a fun time. They do a great job. Uh, uh, the graphics uh, that they have, it's, it's, it's like watching, uh, it's like watching the uh, game of the week, man. They, they've got it all together. It's fun. Well, this could be your big break. No, I doubt it. But anyway, uh, my big break was uh, getting to know you and being able to do this podcast. That's what I consider my big break. So uh, I have one more smart question. Okay, okay, one more. How would Northern Kentucky do against the Orange? <laughs> Pick another college team. Uh, yeah, no, you know, and that's, that's always, you know, that's always the thing about, oh, this college team could beat this pro team, uh, highly unlikely. Now I think it's probably more possible in baseball because a lot of times anything can happen, but, uh, yeah, uh, the Orioles aren't good, but there are some college teams that I would like to see, uh, you know, play, play the Orioles or play any teams, you know, uh, every year, uh, in Arizona, the Milwaukee Panthers, who are in the Horizon League, uh, go to Arizona and play the Milwaukee Brewers in, a, in an exhibition game. And uh, uh, that's always fun. I always like watching the stats from there. But I think in all the years I've been keeping track of it, the Brewers have never lost. They're still undefeated. So uh, it's, it's difficult. But pick the right college team and pick the right pro team. You may get an upset. I agree. There you go. There you go. Well, I'm glad you agree. Uh, so uh, these guys are not Division three, though, are they? They're a level up. Who's that? Northern Kentucky. No, they're D one. Yeah, they're D one program. Yeah, yeah, they're a new D one program. They came and uh, they became a D one program in 2013. Uh, but uh, yeah, the the Wright State Raiders are part of the Horizon League. They've been in it, you know, forever, and uh, they're a good team. They're the uh, uh, they're the team to beat this year in the horizon. So uh, should be a good game. Well, the, Looking forward to it. Hmm? They are one of the most southern teams in that league, aren't they? Uh, who's that? Uh, Northern Kentucky? Northern uh, They are the furthest. Yeah, they're the uh, furthest south. Now, Dayton, you know, where Wright State is, is just, you know, maybe uh, 70 miles up the road. But uh, they are north. And so, yeah. Now, you know, Northern Kentucky, when, when they first came to Division I, were in the Atlantic Sun Conference, and they were the most northern team by 300 miles. So they've, they've gone both routes. They've gone to the most southern and the most northern uh, in, in those years. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's fun. I enjoy doing the broadcast. I'll be doing summer league uh, college baseball as well and, and always look forward to that. But, uh, you know, I'll, I'll keep I'll keep the uh, the Apple Podcast uh, people uh, abreast of all that. If they want to listen in, feel free. It'll be fun. Uh, is Green Bay do they have a baseball team? Uh, no, uh, no, they they do not. Um, now Wisconsin Parkside uh, has a Division Two baseball team, but uh, uh, Green Bay got out of quite a few years ago. Um, in fact, of the twelve, I think there's twelve college programs in the Horizon League, but only six are involved in baseball. Um, there's, I think, 10 or 11 in basketball, and then uh, some of the other ones, um, uh, you know, track and field and golf, uh, there are more participants. But, yeah, in baseball, there's only six. Well, I'm not surprised with three and because oh. uh, Wisconsin, the, you know, the yeah. University of Madison, they don't have that space. No, they don't. And that's really Milwaukee, uh, University of Milwaukee uh, is the only Division One baseball program in the state of Wisconsin. You know, and they're on the horizon. And, uh, you yeah. know, and they swept the Norse last weekend, by the way, I hate to say, but that's, that's the truth. So. But uh, anywho, um, if you don't have any more questions, John, I'm going to wrap this up. What do you think? Yeah, I, I just want to everybody for their support um you know we had some hiccups last week with the shipping system as the game catches for this conversion to a new system uh so hopefully that won't happen again but it might um and again email 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 yes Please. yes email support. yes that we can handle right away 
Email. Right. That's where you get your information. John, thanks a lot. Hey, listen, uh, give our best wishes to your wife, Deb. Hope she's feeling better. And, uh, well, have a great time in Florida. I, I know right where you're going, uh, and it's a great, great place to be this time of year. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate right. taking the time to do this on a Saturday, John. Not a problem, my friend. Happy to do it. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, Trish, do you have anything to say? Trish, anything? <laughs> she just giggled. She's got nothing to say. <laughs> Not on the air anyway. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thanks, guys. You got it, buddy. Take care. That was John Herson never at a loss for words. And uh, wait a second here. We got, okay, now we're ready. Okay, our podcast kind of went wacky there for a second. Uh, but John Herson uh, came on and uh, did a full hour, which is no problem for him. He's got a lot to say. And, of course, everything he says about the Apple Game Company, I know it perks up the ears of all you folks out there who uh, play the game and are interested in what is up and coming. And so I hope John covered all the bases uh, on this particular podcast. We are uh, going to come back with a wrap-up of this week's version of This Week in Apple. So stick around, and we will be right back. Welcome back, everybody, to the wrap-up of this week's segment, uh, this week's podcast of This Week in Apple. Glad you could join me here for this particular podcast, which featured John Herson, CEO of the Apple Game Company. I want to thank John for coming on and getting us updated with everything new and old, for that matter, at the Apple Game Company. I want to make one thing perfectly clear before we go, that uh, with this new format on Anchor Podcast. Uh, the best way to listen to this and to be a part of the podcast, and you can uh, join in by sending me voicemail and uh, about ideas or, or uh, opinions or questions that you have about uh, any of the guests that I have on the program. Uh, the best way to do that is to go to the Anchor uh, app site, download the app to your phone, or mobile unit, but phone actually is the easiest and most uh, informative uh, way to to become part of the This Week in Apple podcast, but you have to, to download the app and then favorite the This Week in Apple uh, podcast, and then you will uh, there will be a uh, notification sent to me that you are part of the TWIA podcast, and, and you can send in voicemail that once you get onto the uh, to the app you'll see a little uh, icon in the upper right hand corner it'll say to leave voicemail or something to that effect uh, you click on that you'll have an opportunity to send me a uh, message up to 60 seconds uh, again about anything you want to talk about uh, podcast related you can talk about uh, a guest that I've had on you can ask a question of me or any of my guests I'll try to let you know who's up and coming. So if you have one for a specific guest, you can let me know at that point. You can give me show ideas. And some of the uh, better ones I will go ahead and play on the air as well. And so, and then we'll answer them uh, to the best uh, of our ability. So I want to let everybody know that is the best way uh, to uh, keep abreast of our podcast. And there are many, many ways you can listen uh, to the This Week in Apple podcast. The uh, different platforms include, of course, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. So there are eight different formats that you can listen to this podcast on. It's just uh, so much more easier and convenient. I think the sound quality is much better, and uh, we really appreciate the listenership and uh, we'll hope to keep you and make you a part of the podcast uh, when you uh, want to check in and let me know how you're feeling. Want to, th again, thank John Herson for coming on the program today. Next week's podcast, we're going to interview John Cody, a guy who, if you've been to any of the Apple conventions you may know of, John has a unique way of playing his Apple games during tournaments. We'll talk about that. He's also an avid concert goer, and we'll get into a little bit of that as well when he is on 
next week. Also next week, Dominic Previciero, who has been on our program before, good friend of the APA community, is going to start a semi-regular podcast segment called Commissioner's Corner. And what Dom is going to do, he's going to talk about league players, how you start a league, uh, how you select players for leagues, different ways that leagues, um, uh, there are different rule systems for leagues. He's going to cover just about every corner of league play over the next uh, uh, quite a few weeks, maybe a couple months it'll take him. He's going to come on uh, semi-regularly, as I said, to talk about league play. So we're looking forward to talking to Dom next week in his segment of Commissioner's Corner. So that'll about wrap it up for today's podcast. We uh, thank you all for coming aboard. Remember to download the app, Anchor, and you can also, in doing that, be a part of our podcast individually. Until next time, this is John Aslan saying so long and thanks for listening to This Week in APA.